Hello everyone and welcome again to another Teacher Joseph podcast. Today I'm in Blackpool, which is a town in the northwest of England. It's a very big town and some of you might not know that to be a city in the UK is not dependent on size, but it's an award from the government. So as a result, we have towns which are very big and we also have cities which are very small. To be a city in the UK, you need to have a university, a cathedral and permission from the Queen. Oh my my, I am a bit out of date. I meant to say permission from the King because, of course, the Queen died last September. Amazing, isn't it, how quickly time flies? Anyway, to be a city in the UK, you need to have all of these three things. And it's not automatic. There's a competition. Because to be a city, of course, you get more money from the government. So every town wants to be a city. Some of them are and some of them aren't. So let me tell you about Blackpool. Well, I'm looking out of my hotel window because it's pouring with rain and I can see the sea battering the rocks. It's like something from a 19th century novel, perhaps something you would read about in Sherlock Holmes or Wuthering Heights. The trams are also running along the seafront, which is a little bit worrying because the sea is jumping over the fence towards the tram line. The taxi driver who brought us to this hotel, he said that Blackpool is very famous for entertainment. Now, I know that it was very famous for entertainment, but uh, these days, I didn't think it had so many acts. But he told me that this week alone, they've had George Ezra, Sting, and many other impersonation acts. I was pleasantly surprised. Blackpool would be a very impoverished place. It's rather poor. But... It has a tradition of entertainment. During the war and all the way up until the 1980s, Blackpool was indeed a very popular destination for English people to go on holiday. It always had live entertainment and that's why many of our famous actors lived around here. Perhaps one of the most famous attractions of Blackpool is the fake Eiffel Tower. Blackpool could be described as just a little bit kitsch, maybe a little bit plastic. If you think of Las Vegas in America, and perhaps think of a very poor version of that, you might be able to picture Blackpool. Underneath the Eiffel Tower, or I should say the fake Eiffel Tower, which is called Blackpool Tower, they have a tradition of 
English ballroom dancing, which takes place every day of the year between 10 a.m. and 4 or 5 p.m. There's also the circus and many other things to see and do here. It's very, very cheap, but on the other hand, it also has the lowest life expectancy in England. So it's a mixture of poverty, kitsch entertainment, gambling, and some beautiful moments of the past. Whenever you go into any hotel or ballroom, there's always pictures of how things once were. There's also impersonators of our old actors trying to remind us of what Blackpool was once like. One of my favourite singers came from Blackpool. His name was Frankie Vaughan. He had many hit records in the 1960s and 70s, and he lived locally here. In those days, it was quite normal because you would have been able to have full-time work if you were an entertainer. Like most English towns, there is also a pier here. A pier is a very long pathway which goes out to the sea. And in England, there's a tradition of putting dance halls or ballroom dancing at the end of them. It's a little bit dangerous, and many piers have recently fallen into the sea. For example, in places like Brighton, because the pier isn't used so much, and perhaps the, the ballroom has fallen into some kind of disrepair. But unlike other cities, Blackpool actually nurtures these ballrooms and is very proud of its past and its history. Another exciting venue in Blackpool is called the Winter Gardens. It's kind of like a huge ballroom or centre for live entertainment. But the last time I was there, it was live Elvis Presley impersonators. So that gives you the kind of place that Blackpool is. It's the kind of place that, despite the weather, you might find men and women carrying plastic alligators or crocodiles through the streets and looking very proud and happy that they have them. As you all know, the UK is a very diverse city, well, a very diverse country, I should say. As you know, we have all kinds of people from all kinds of backgrounds living here. In Blackpool, because it's close to Manchester, it's common to see young Indians and Pakistanis along with uh, other nationalities living and studying here. So let me just describe to you the scene that I have outside my hotel window. Well, the streets are covered in some kind of lighting. It's In the UK, we call it fairy lighting. These little bulbs which run along the street of all different colours. 
giving it a kind of party atmosphere. Attached to the street lamps, there's also images of dancers. There's little gardens, and unfortunately there's also the rain beating down, and the sea, as I mentioned earlier, which today really isn't calm. Those cars, big and small, whizzing past the the hotel window that I'm looking out of, and it's too misty to see what is actually in the sea, whether there's any islands or whether I can see any other piece of land ahead. It's very, very grey. I can see Blackpool would be very beautiful on a nice sunny day, but unfortunately today it's not. There are some birds calling to each other, which is largely reminiscent of a winter's day. It's still very light because it is summer at the moment, but when darkness comes, I can see that uh, the place might be described as a little bit unforgiving. Unforgiving simply means that it would be quite a hard place to be, perhaps because of the weather or the culture, but it's still very beautiful. So that's my story from Blackpool for today, and I hope to introduce you more to Blackpool in the coming days. See you. Bye.